Welcome to my third episode of my Wonder Years podcast. Today I'm going to be just me, Spencer, recording an episode of The Wonder Years. So I just watched the third episode of the show called My Father's Office, and that aired on March 29th, 1988. So in this episode, Kevin wants to learn more about Jack Arnold and what he does at Norcom. So it's a, there's no Winnie in this episode. There's very little Paul, and it's very one-plot episode. So we start at the dinner table slash the kitchen, and a gorilla show is playing. So the gorilla show is it was interesting to me because it highlights the plot and how Jack is ver- a very angry man, and that the little uh, gorilla cubs, or little gorilla children often try to avoid the gorilla when he comes home to to his uh, gorilla home. I don't even know what you call it, would call that, but little gorilla home. So that really highlights the plot. And uh, we, we see Jack first time coming home from work. Car often makes a makes a loud noise. He walks in and he he says a common phrase for him in this episode, which is work is work. And we see the reaction of the kids and Norma is to stay away because if he's angry, he'll go watch TV, watch whatever's on TV. But if he's really, really had a bad day, he'll go outside to his telescope. So we see that first case of him being angry, watching the TV. And again, with the telescope when he's really angry. It's very simple plot this episode. But I think it, it it packs a punch. We really get to see why Jack has been so angry the last two episodes and this episode. So from there we go to the kitchen where Kevin's learning French. His mom's his mom's teaching them. They're both they're both very happy. And then the mood changed as soon as Kevin's dad comes home from work and the his bike's out there, which Kevin just assumed he was going to go ride it to Paul's, but Jack wasn't having it, and he was mad. But of co- but Kevin, as the narrator said, had a shogun lip, because sometimes you just can't help but give your father back a little lip. And Kevin says, lighten up to him, which he says it under his breath, which every kid does at that age. From there, Kevin is in his room, and t- tears are rolling down his face. Now, I have to say one thing about these tears. They were huge and at the randomest spots all over his face. And I, I think it, they probably added that added that in. I don't think he cried that way. Something tells me that at that age, he couldn't cry just on cue like that, especially when it's not a really uh, emotional scene. It's really just uh, all of a sudden, it's just pouring down his face. So it's got to be fake tears that they added so from there we get we get a flashback to when times were easier this this scene i remember my last watch was very common for the show to use which was jack's on the beach they're all on the beach jack karen and wayne are all on the beach with with norma and jack and jack's uh picking up a young kevin and he's smiling and laughing which I wonder if this being Kevin's perspective on life before, 
maybe it couldn't be possible that maybe Jack wasn't working at Norcom at that point because it seems like Norcom seems to be the, the root of all this anger and stress which I, th- I think later on in the show I can't remember the later seasons are a little bit of fog to me but I don't think he worked at Norcom later on in the show but I guess we'll have to see as the show goes on where he ends up. So from there we go to the bus. And this is the before when Kevin was going to Paul's house. That was the mention of Paul. But this is really the only thing Paul has in this episode is being there with Kevin. They're talking to this random guy. I can't remember if they gave him his name or not. But he's there with Wayne and and Paul. And they're they're both saying they're both talking about what their um, number one job they want to do is, and then their fallback. So I didn't wait. They didn't say Wayne's, and they say the friends though. So Kevin's main job he wants was the baseball player, and his fallback was the astronaut. Which he the the friend of Wayne's, or I don't know if he's a friend or not, but the friend of Wayne says baseball. I think in basketball, and then Kevin and Wayne go. Well, that's not a good fallback. That's not falling back enough. Well, Kevin's is baseball player and then astronaut. So I, so I, and I assumed that astronaut would be harder than baseball player. But I guess uh, at that age, they just assumed astronaut would be easier because baseball players seem like a tough job to get into. But I, I like, the, I like the idea that these are, these are younger kids and they're giving their best idea of what would be difficult to get into. So Kev, they they move on to what the what the fathers do. So they, Kevin and uh, well mainly Wayne asks this: What does uh, your father do for a job? And he of course doesn't know the friend. And then we and then the friend turns it back on them and says, Well, what does your father do? And from there they go, Well, they know Jack works at Norcom and he manages stuff. And the friend goes, well, what, what, what goes on in Norcom? Is he, is he the janitor? And of course, that pisses them off because the one thing in this show, even up to this point, is Kevin and uh, Wayne, they'll defend Jack to the ends of the earth because that's his, their father. And uh, up until they go to, man- they, they say, oh, he manages at Norcom. And still the guy's like, oh, I'm going to still pick on you can't tell me you, you you asked me what my dad does and you really don't know anything about your dad and that could probably from there it gets Kevin thinking well really I don't know anything about what my dad does and I probably should investigate and of course Wayne the opposite well I don't see how it benefits me so I don't think I have any any more to investigate and Kevin of course and Wayne of, and Paul of course they don't want to talk about this anymore because they don't know much about what, what Jack does. So they use their arms to make farting noises and that really distracts everyone. So it, benef- it benefited them to do that actually because they really didn't have any more information on what he does. We go to the kitchen where Karen and Norma are, uh, I don't know if they're, she has a dress on and some, they're doing something with that dress. And uh, Kevin tries to probe Norma, Norma on what Jack actually does. And, of course, Karen, the hippie, says that he's, he's working for the military industrial complex in South Asia. So that we get a little bit of idea what he does. But really, 
we know we know he's a manager so does he manage the products or manage the people in the, in the company we never really get an idea of that we know it's toaster and toasters and coffee makers that are the products coming out of Norcom. We don't really know what exactly they do with those. Because Karen says there's something in those products that that use for military reasons. And of course, no military involvement is okay with her. From there, uh, everything kind of is positive, but then what happens again is uh, Jack comes home and a day and he says his usual line uh, where he repeats the phrase last time he came home it was work is work this time it was a day is a day he goes to watch TV which we know is means he's mad but not quite super mad so he probably was got his boss probably got mad at the beginning of the day or the end of the day but thing the rest of the day was okay enough not to make it the telescope so from the kitchen, you go into the TV room where he's watching a Senator's game. And of course, this is Jack's time to vent and not, well, not really vent, but he's time to fume out all those bad feelings and anger to start a new day. Because we get, we learn later that Jack is, is often defending coworkers and he needs this time to decompress, to really build up his stamina for the next day. So that, but and Kevin, the way he asks some of these questions are very much a twelve-year-old or a ten-year-old way of asking, which is to ask what what he does all day, not not what does your job entail, but what does he do all day, and Jack, Jack gives some smart-ass answers like saying, uh, "Well, I uh, bust my tail for you all day," and then Kevin really, really pushes. No, what do you really do at your job all day? And then Jack explodes. He's like, can I have a sub a long time without you pestering me? And this is, I think, hits Norma, because Norma usually stays as the housemaker wife. But she uh they even say in the episode, Kevin looking back, the KGB had nothing on Norma. Because she was able to get, to get it to Jack and say, look, he wa- just wants to know what you do. Doesn't matter what you do or how little you think it is, he wants to know. And that really, really gets to Jack. And it gets him, gets him to go to Kevin's room and open up to Kevin a little bit. So in Kevin's room, Jack, uh, Kevin really, really is, this is a great scene because Kevin really, really does not want to forgive Jack for making him sad and upset. And Jack just keeps talking to him and Kevin slowly you can see the narrator and Kevin's actual younger self it's almost like internal fighting like do I talk to him I'm mad at him he he was mean to me but I still love him and he's my dad so I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm gonna talk to him despite being so mad that he treated me that way so from there Jack invites Kevin to see Norcom and excusing Kevin from school he gets a few questions in, and those questions were like, do you have file cabinets? Do you have an office? And Jack really doesn't give him a big idea of what he does or even give him any big information. Just kind of, oh, uh, four walls, just your average office. 
but he really doesn't want to give Kevin too much because I really don't feel he really thinks too much of himself at that job. He really, really would rather be doing something else. But back then, that's the, if you got a job, that's where you were the next 30, 40, 50 years. I think he uh, honestly believed that he that's all he could, could, could attain. That's all he was going to be the rest of his life, the, the manager of distribution at Norcom. So from there, we get into the kitchen where Kevin's in an, a suit. He's ready to go because he was told to be up 6.30 so Jack didn't have to wait for him. And Karen, of course, hippie she is again, calls Kevin a capitalist pig. So She's so out of place in this show. I mean, she's very much the hippie role in this 60s time period, but she doesn't fit in in this family. She's very much... She, ne- she doesn't appear much in the episodes and she's... She's just... She's never there enough to me to really care but I think next episode that changes I think she has an episode where we really get to see who Karen is Wayne Wayne makes fun of Kevin but then realizes oh crap oh crap he gets to miss school and I have to go to school so maybe I should have taken some interest in what uh, my father does and Kevin s- says it says really explains why he's interested in J- Jack so much because he wants clues about what his dad's really about and who he is. So from there we go to a long, a long couple. I think it was seven to eight scenes at Norcom. We we meet all of Jack's coworkers. Where they, you really see they do a good job with the camera of making the adults seem so much larger to Kevin and so much in his face. They really, really make it seem like these people are really out of their element with a young kid there. And they, they, uh, re- they want to get a good idea of who Kevin is. And they're like, oh, you're going to join in distribution like your father. And that was funny. So we learn he's in distribution and management of the distribution. So Kevin's in the office. We learn he has a swivel chair. Kevin really, really is impressed by his father's setup. And this is the third or fourth time we've heard about quarterly distribution forms and he has to fill out s14 fill he has to fill out the s14 forms quite a lot so we get some phone calls with jack with jack myers on one and peter dante on two and this is where jack kind of deals with a problem with a new shipper and kevin's uh dreams that uh karen and wayne are just are his employees and he's the the boss and he's a tough guy and he's kicking them out of the office for their bad work and that really really put Kevin in a good mood about what Jack's doing and that it's he's really a boss more than he is at home so Kevin so you can tell by the phone calls that uh, Jack really knows he's gonna get in trouble but despite this, he really, really is likes that Kevin is interested and really wants to show the best part of the jobs to Kevin and hide the parts that are going to get are going to make Kevin see that I am really miserable here and I am really taking this home. And we learn we we go to the the coffee machine where Jack uh, tells Kevin, "Look, 
Well, first Kevin asks, did you, did you really dream of uh, working at NORCOT? And he laughs. Because, as I said before, of course he didn't dream of this. He really dreamed like Kevin. He wanted to be a professional baseball player. And his fallback was uh, the captain of a ship. And in a very smart line, he just he realized that, uh, look, I can't make money from this. I, there, there's machines that do all the stuff I want to do on the ship. And it was really a, a moment that uh, he, you could see it internally. He's like, I would have loved to do that. And you know what? I probably could do that. But I just probably wouldn't have the life I have today. So we, we, we then uh, hear Jack on the phone and, and uh, talking about a, a mix-up with an order. To then, when it, uh, uh, one of his employees comes in, where they lear- he learns that a new carrier was used without his permission. And that really, really upsets Jack. But he, we see a different, more subdued side to him where he's like, It's fine. I will take the blame for you. It's okay. And uh, that's that's when we uh, we first see Jack really getting it from someone else, and that's when his boss says to him, "You better answer me next time," because we learned that was his boss on the phone, and we and we uh, hear that's that's the third screw up from people in his department this month that he's been taking the fall for from his boss. So he's taking that anger he's getting from his boss and he that's all he can think about because he the way he lays into Kevin and uh, Wayne is the same way he he got it from his boss so at home uh, we we get the uh, we see the impact with Kevin this time with the uh, anger that Kevin was right beside they both walk in the house the same way and they and they undo their tie the same way it's very symbolic that that scene that Kevin finally sees what Jack takes home from Norcom and how 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 it makes him truly feel and Kevin said something another awesome line it was he's not afraid of him in the same way anymore because he understands the pain he goes through every day and and that and that night he he approaches Jack with a telescope and Jack Jack truly, uh, Jack is truly able to, to to relate with Kevin because Kevin experienced the same thing he he experienced, and Kevin is really able to relate with Jack because he understands why he's so angry and why he is a very to himself type of a person. And from there. That is all of the episode. I'm doing more shorter episodes. That way I can get out more throughout the week. And I'm going to create an email address that will be in the description. That you can you can comment uh, what, what you thought of the episode. And uh, send me any uh, concern, any, any things you, you want to see in the episode. Any uh, concerns with the podcast quality. Send me anything, comments, concerns, questions. I'm still making an Instagram page. That way you can send, it'll be easier to send. But for right now, I'll put up my email address and please send me any questions, concerns, and comments. Again, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how negative, please send it to me. And uh, before we go, so again, my 
so my best character is Jack Arnold because he really showed who he was and uh, probably runner-up would be Kevin because he had a lot of good lines and probably the worst character would be Wayne Wayne or Karen probably Karen probably wasn't in it enough to make her the worst so Wayne he was just very much characters very much very one note and I've been noticing that in the last episode and, the, and even in this episode even more and uh because I only it's only me this week for this episode I'll still gonna rate it at a 20 but at it I'll rate out of 10 the story and out of 10 the performances so 10 would be the story give 10 out of 10 and the performance would be a 9 out of 10 which is Karen and Wayne being dra- dragging a little bit of the the performance all all of the performances of the show if those two were be- were better it would probably be a full 10 so that's 19 out of 20. So the next episode that I'll try to get out tomorrow or the next day is called Angel. And I think that's the one about Karen. So I thank you for listening and uh, I will see you next time. Bye.